abandonment, the lack of support, physical and emotional, the feeling of being rejected, feeling lonely, neglected, betrayed, and of course, feeling not good enough. We always like to think that when things fall through in relationships that we are the problem or we did something wrong or we weren't good enough. But did you ever stop to think that maybe you were too good, too good for that person to receive what you had to offer or incapable of giving you everything that you deserve? And that's why it fell through. Never believe that you are not good enough because you are more than enough. Hey, it is your girl Oriana and you are now tuned in to Be You For You, the podcast, where I become totally transparent to offer women a space to feel connected and empowered with someone they can relate with, discussing everything from wellness, self-love, clean eating, and even abuse as I use my life experiences to assist other women like myself into flourishing into their true self. You know, simply learning to be you for you. So it's been a while since I've been here. Um, this This is simply me just allowing my heart to speak. Um, I don't have a specific topic um, I'm going to address today. Um, I felt the need to get on here because I've been away for so long. And I just want to give a little background of what I've been dealing with. Um, nothing crazy, but a lot for me. Um, every day I've been thinking about recording and everyone that listens to my podcast know that I have a, <laughs> an issue with putting content out and being consistent, shall I say, with putting content out. Um, and it mostly stems from, I think, my perfectionist, the perfectionist in me. Um, I want things to be perfect. And I know that I'm way far from perfect. No one is perfect. And I've been trying to let that part of me go. But it's been a challenge for me, and that's what, what has been preventing me from putting content out and just my fears and my self-doubt, um, really a lack of belief in myself, honestly, because um, it's crazy. Um, within the past weeks, I've gotten um, recognition, you know, been acknowledged for my podcast just from, you know, a few homegirls, and at the moment when you hit when I hear that my podcast has helped someone you know and get them through their issues or their situations or experiences in life it brings so much joy to me you know I love speaking I love talking and at that moment I feel so inspired to record I feel so inspired to put content out but then I don't and then a part of me gets scared or a part of me like freezes up. I've noticed every time it comes down um, to pressing that record button, my mind goes blank. Like I literally freeze up, I get stuck. And I think it's all stems from my fears of not believing that 
the things I've been through or the knowledge I have and I've acquired over all, all these you know years that I've been really working on myself is not good enough or um, I don't practice what I preach so I really can't possibly share my story or try and even give anyone advice because I don't take my own advice and I think that's one thing that really holds me back from recording from putting my podcast out uh, I mean my episodes out um, and literally this is me trying my best to speak from the heart and not um, allow my my mind to you know take control um, prior to recording this episode I had to literally sit here and tell myself like you're not perfect and you know allow your heart to speak for once in your life like truly speak how you feel maybe you don't have a clear message to send you know my listeners or you guys shall I say but um I don't know you know you never know what someone is going through if they're experiencing the same thing as you unless you talk about it and this is me here trying to talk about it. Um, so 2021 has been the most emotional year for me in my life. Um, people that know me know like Oriana don't cry. She ain't no crier. I've had walls up for so long. I will say since I was probably 19 years old. I want to say that was probably when all my walls start going or at least I realized that I had walls up. Um, I didn't really let people in on an emotional level, on an intimate level, um, me being vulnerable. I never, I never allowed anyone in too close to me. And I realized this because I would never allow men to get close to me physically, like hugging me, just standing next to me, looking in my eye, like all that, it brings fear out of me. If like, I get so fearful, um, and then you know, and I think I've held back my, um, emotions or, you know, just me being vulnerable from people, just not even men, but people, because I don't, I fear people getting close to me. I fear people getting close and then abandoning me. And then it wasn't until my last situationship was when I realized that I have serious abandonment issues. And that's the root of why I am the way I am. And I don't allow people in and I'm so closed off emotionally on top of me not getting that um, that emotional bond with my parents as a kid. So as I got older, I, you know, I didn't know I didn't know how to receive. I didn't know how to give. And I'm so grateful for my last situation for falling through, because without it. Um, not falling through, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, it really triggered abandonment issues. So I was dealing with this guy and, and it's funny because we know when we shouldn't be dealing with somebody or we notice the red flags. And this is the most I've ever been aware of red flags in my life when it comes to dealing with someone and, um, really no listening, like to my intuition, telling me that, um, yo, peep peep him you know peep his conversation and peep his actions you know they don't they not matching up so why are you still dealing with and when you're lonely you will sometimes tolerate people and things that you know are beneath you okay and 
just to feel quote unquote accepted or feel like they genuinely there for you when in actuality they could care less and they're only here for one thing. And I don't know why we get so when we in this lonely stage or this lonely, this feeling of loneliness that we have to just tolerate or feel that we have to tolerate and accept um, people that's beneath us or lower than our standards. We have to lower our standards to feel accepted or loved when we do not. We do not. And a lot of times we don't want to let go because either we've invested too much time and energy or we think someone's going to change or we shit, we don't think we can do any better. But <laughs> that's not the case. That is so not the case. Once you know your worth, you will surely stop shortchanging yourself. So I continued to deal with him until um, he ghosted me for the second time. So the dude ghosted me once. And then a week later, you know, he always knew what to say to reel me back in. And then we were back in, cool. Um, and then I finally had to walk away because I was too consumed mentally and emotionally of this guy. Like, y'all, it was bad. Like, it was so bad. And it was very, it was driving me crazy. Like, I couldn't even go throughout my day without this man on my mind or me trying to figure out why he not texting me why he not asking how I'm doing why he not doing this and these are just like simple things that I assume that people should do if you dating somebody if you care about their well-being whatever the case may be so um I ended up walking away and this was my first time ever acknowledging how I felt in a situation or just in a relationship with anybody not that we were in a relationship I'm just saying um, and I chose to walk away voluntarily. Now, in the past, it was always something that forced me to walk away, whether they cheated on me, whether they had a baby on me. It was always something like that or whether they were just very like very abusive um, physically, mentally, emotionally. I never I was always forced to walk away. I, I never voluntarily took, you know, acknowledge how I felt and um, listened to how I felt and then acted on it. So this was my first time ever walking away and I was so proud of myself, but I didn't stay away too long because he knew exactly what to say to bring me back. And, um, and so at this point in my life, I'm like letting him know, like, look, um, so I've been single for a very long time. Um, and you know, and I'm letting him know, like, I'm not here to play. Like I'm not, I don't have time to waste. And he would agree and act like he's all for it. And, um, or whatever, you know, I felt like he was giving real shape-shifting vibes, shape-shifter vibes. Like, he would shape, um, he would shift into the person I wanted him to be, and then when he got what he wanted, he would revert back to his real self, you know? And, um, so we were talking or whatever, and, um, what happened? Oh, so the last time we, so we were talking, we didn't see each other for like a month, but we were conversing and I noticed like when we were talking. So prior to him talking to me, he would always act like he's just so busy. <clears throat> he's so busy. He got so much shit going on. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, you, you gonna make time for what you want to make time for. You know, like you have time to be on Instagram, but you don't have time to text me to see how I'm doing. Or you don't like you just didn't give a fuck about my well-being. That's how it looked to me. 
So, um, so it would come a point where he wouldn't, we wouldn't talk throughout the day like that. He didn't call me. He didn't, it was all bunch of shit he didn't do. And so he had, he didn't see me for a period of time. So within that time he was doing all, he was literally the person I wanted him to be. He was calling me every day, texting me all day. And this is like, you know, and it was also kind of funny to me because I'm like, this nigga don't do this. Like, it's weird. And I'm like, well, damn, did I, you know, did I manifest this nigga into the person I wanted him to be? You know, because then your mind start playing tricks on you. That's how fucking powerful your mind is. You'll start really thinking that like, damn, maybe he is the person, you know, because you hold on to this hope that like you can change somebody or they'll end up changing for you. Like, no let that shit go they're not going to change for you unless they want to change for themselves first so um so he was just doing all these things literally he was the person I wanted him to be for about a week I swear to god y'all and then he ended up we ended up seeing each other you know we hung out that one day and um prior to that so I like to talk about like real shit in person sometimes like no matter how fucking and too much how much anxiety I get I need to know I need to look at your face I need to see your body language I need to see you know when we talking about serious conversation having serious conversations so we're in the car and I'm like um so what are we doing like yeah you want to take me out but what are we doing he's like he's all cheesy and shit like oh well we're in the beginning stages of dating I said okay all right, whatever. So prior, okay, for run prior to um, <laughs> um, this conversation, we had a conversation. I'm like, okay, so what are you like? What are we doing? What do you expect from you know this connection? Like, do you want a relationship? Or you're like, what's up? He's like, well, and this was literally a month prior. Well, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't know about a relationship right now. You know, I got trust issues, this and that, blah blah blah. Cool, like I don't mind not being in a relationship, you know, and I let him know, like, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship tomorrow, next month, but, you know, in your mind, if you're dating someone, you're either dating them to further the relationship, you know, or you're just dating someone, quote unquote, for a good time, I'm assuming, and that's bullshit in my mind, we're too old for that, and so, um, and this guy was older than me, like, about, um, eight years older than me somewhere around there although age means nothing it's all about your mentality but you would think that like a age you know your age would or you know and your experiences you've been through because he's been through so much shit that he would you know you know mold you into a certain type of person after all these years but anyway so um so you know so first you know he said oh he's not ready for a relationship but then now we're dating now we're in the beginning stages of dating and, you know, in the time, you're just so happy that you kind of like, you know, you kind of like, I don't want to say stuck in these illusions. Yeah, you're stuck in these illusions of what you want or how you want it to play out or, you know, the hope you have for y'all to play out. So you don't even really see the fullness of the whole situation because you like blind in a sense because you have your mind made up on how you want it to be. And it looks like it's, it's going into that direction. So, um we hanging out, whatever, you know, we do end up, you know, we were intimate. We were, we had sex or whatever. We exchanged sexual energy. And every time we would um, have our encounters, it was very passionate, very passionate. And so I think that's one thing that had me stuck for so long 
because I'm literally probably just week just now, maybe last week, just now really allowing myself to let go of this man mentally and emotionally because he had a hold on me and I have no idea why. But I think it was from the passion we shared during our encounters or whatever. And so, you know, we had our encounter and I knew this nigga did me code. How I knew this nigga did all that, said all that shit just to get what he wanted from me and honestly I feel like he robbed me for my energy for my body for my time and although I probably did open the door for him to come in I still felt robbed as fuck like you really like shifted into this person just to get what you wanted out of me and um after her encounter he was like am I mean to ask you to drive me to my car and prior the day literally the day prior he was talking about spending the night with me and all these things and I'm like so in my mind you know and a lot of times you don't want to talk you don't want to say shit but in your mind you're like what the fuck you mean I said hell yeah that's me and I'm like in my mind I'm like well I thought you know you're not gonna spend a night you're not gonna lay with me and all I'd be wanting to do is lay I would be wanting to be held and um but clearly by the wrong people <laughs> and so um you know I was like you know what I can't even trip like I you know, I'm I'm trying at a point in my life to just like flow with whatever happens, like no force, no cling, no nothing. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, I can have no control over this man. I'm going to like, take him to his car so he can go. And then the next morning, I had the most craziest, I don't know if it was, I'm still today, I don't know if it was a spiritual awakening or a glimpse of my authentic self, but I cried so much that day. I cried, I think, for three days straight. And so um, we took ecstasy that 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 day before and um, I've taken it before with him. Like that was like my third time taking it. And but this time was the come down was very different. I was so like having all these downloads. I was crying so much, but it wasn't like I thought it was like a health condition to where like I almost couldn't catch my breath. Like I had a shortness of breath, but it felt like so much energy was blocked in my heart space that I needed to release it and it came through in tears and I'm like y'all would have thought like my mama died or like my fucking puppy died like how how I was bawling crying that ugly cry face it was there like everything was there and I did not understand what the fuck was going on with me and um so me and my best friend are so connected like on a spiritual level like I don't know spiritually we're connected I don't know why and how but it's crazy. Um, so I'm calling her and I just and I'm talking to her and looking at her. I'm getting all these downloads for her in her life. And I'm just telling her everything. And then every time I tell her something, I just start crying. And it was like I took that as like a confirmation on like, damn, to trust what I know and trust what I believe, because this is right. And as I'm telling her these things now, she's crying because it's just like, how do you know what the fuck is going on with me? Like, how do you know? You know, it was just very shocking to both of us. And um, ever since then, I just ain't been right. <laughs> like, mentally and emotionally, I'm just like, what the fuck was that? Like, and it was so um, draining for me energetically. I've never had to leave work early because I felt so tired, so, like, I have to go home like I can't be in all this energy because I'm going to go crazy. And so um um so I um so I go home and I'm just trying to like figure everything out 
Like, I didn't know if it was spiritual awakening. I didn't know if I was just going crazy and it was just from the ecstasy. But I, but it was so, like, beautiful at the same time. I felt I cried so much that I created, I like, it was like a release of, in a sense, that I let go of so much emotional baggage that I had blocked in me for so many years from the heartbreak shit, probably from childhood traumas, just from shit that I didn't even, you know, just so many tears were, um, so many emotions were shed that, um, within those three days and it felt amazing. It felt so good. It felt good to, um, be able to experience something like that, but I couldn't hold on to it. Like that feeling I had, I couldn't hold on to it. And I was trying to figure out like, why can't I get this? Like, how do I get this feeling again? You know? And everyone knows that, like, I smoked weed, I was, like, on a mushroom trip for a minute, and then I did ecstasy, and then after that moment, I had a interest of none of it. I instantly stopped smoking, I didn't want shrooms, I didn't want drugs, I didn't want anything. I was so drawn to fucking fruit, and just fruit, a lot of fruit, honestly. Um, I was drawn to um, just really being by myself in solitude. I wanted to like literally sit with myself every day. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't, I just wanted to be around positive energy, people that uplift me, people that raise my vibrations. I just looked at shit differently. Um, I was just like, I felt I was more quiet, just very observant, just listening. And then like, and that was for like that week. And then I feel like I went right back to like myself, like kind of got back to like the groove of things but then I came back more confused so like okay so where am I going and at this point like now I'm still like who am I what do I want where am I going like what is my purpose and it's just gotten so intense now um I just really be in my head a lot about what do I want and where I'm going Oh, and then, um, and then the nigga, oh, not to like go back, but the nigga, he ended up, um, ghosting me again. And I feel like he ghosted me because, so right after we had our encounter, I felt the exact same way how I was feeling again. Like he wasn't talking to me like that. He was, he was just doing all this weird shit. And I'm like, okay, so you have to, I'm in my mind, I'm like, he has to have somebody else. Like, I don't care what no one says. He has someone else. But I always give him the opportunity to be honest with me, but he never would be honest with me. So now I'm taking matters to my own hand. I'm like, yeah, I'm really what I believe. He has somebody else. So I'm just letting him, you know, and I express to him, like, you know, I really like you, but um, you be having me on a roller coaster. And the nigga said some weird shit. I said something like that. And the nigga said some weird shit. Like, why are your emotions up and down? Like, what? Like, what? Like, the shit just threw me off. And then after that, I never heard from him. Again, after that, never heard from him. Till this day, I have not heard from this man. And I've even, like, reached out to him, like, you know, trying to clear the air because I don't like ending on bad terms. I'm not that type of person. Even if we never speak again, I'll be having to get shit off my chest. And if I don't talk to you about it, it's just going to linger there. Like, I didn't written so many letters. I didn't journal so much about this man to where, like, I was trying any and everything to get rid of this man. But yet, I'll be watching tarot cards and shit. Like, I'll say, like, oh, I want to be done. I want to let him go. But then I'll watch tarot readings to see about my love life to see, to anticipate on what to expect if he ever come back. Or is he, like, does he have a third party and this and that? And, like, what I feel is what I'm feeling really true. And it was just, like, they all were saying the same thing. Like, yeah, no, this is not it. 
and I finally had to let him go after literally like almost a month of like fucking holding on and clinging to these illusions that I had for um of him or of us versus just really accepting what is being shown right in front of me like based on his actions and that's when I knew I have to have been at the end of a cycle because it was it's it was the, this was the most it's ever took me to get over somebody and I'm a person to where I will let a nigga walk away and don't feel nothing like it's nothing for me to walk away from anybody but this one was this particular one was very different and I don't know if it was the whole passion we shared or what but um but then I also had to realize that I had to it was a lesson for me and I don't regret the experience at all because without the experience I wouldn't have checked into therapy like I had to real I realized that I have so much hit more healing to do when it comes to just my childhood shit and um abandonment kept popping up all the time abandonment abandonment um and I felt he abandoned me I felt rejected I felt betrayed I felt like he didn't give a fuck about me and he just said and did what he wanted to do to get what he wanted from me and although I don't blame him I blame you know I don't want to blame myself or him but I do take you know accountability for allowing him to treat me this way and for me to um you know for allow him to treat me this way and for me not recognizing or really listening to my intuition and that's one of my problems I always never trust myself that's my that's one of my issues me not trusting what I know what I feel all these things and um the experience taught me that I had to accept people as they are because at the end of the day I knew he was on a journey um himself you know and wherever he was in his journey where I met him I can't force him to change I can't force anything and I do believe that spiritually I was on a different level than him and it just was not in alignment with me on the spiritual level he wasn't and I was trying to force him to be or I was trying to mold him into like you know or help him um I think that's just the humanitarian in me I always want to fucking help people that's my problem I just don't be knowing who really requires or deserves my help shall I say um but yeah, like that, this um, last situation was a really big impact on my life. It had a very big impact on my life. Um, and I think that's why it was so, um, it's been such a long time for me to um, let it go and just to really accept what is um, versus what I want it to be. And um, yeah, and I forgive him though. Like I really truly forgive him how he was because I once was there, I once was, you know, was like him. I'm just not there no more. And I think I also just wanted to help him. And I just wanted, I think I was just so desperate for a relationship because I've been single for so long that I was willing to deal with somebody that I know wasn't treating me the way I needed to be treated. And I know my worth. Like, I've learned it for all these years that I've been single and I just refuse to allow someone that does not deserve me to have me like I'm no longer willing um to give myself to people that are I don't even want to say beneath me but just don't deserve me like if they're not coming correct I will not put I will not put no energy 
Like, and I've noticed, like, with a lot of men I be talking to that be trying to talk to me, I just be thinking, like, Oriana, why are you talking to these people? Like, the in, the fucking conversation is dry as fuck. It's bland. It's it's just boring. It's You don't even like them like that. So why are you, is it entertaining? And so it, this whole month, June and July, okay, has been the craziest. I'll even say April, too. No, not April. May. May, June, and July have been the most emotional months for me um, out of this year. And, um, yeah, I'm just now getting to a point where I can really move for myself. I can really um, put more work into myself because I've been working on myself, like, a lot, especially on a spiritual level. I've really, really, really came a long way. And um, it was this last situation that I think really was pushing me or trying to hold me, um, um, like hold my, my new, the new me back. Like that old me did not want to die. Like literally when they talk about ego death, I feel like that's what I am going through in straight ego death. And my ego does not want to go anywhere. She wants to remain relevant. But. And I think that's why I went through that experience with him, because he was literally like another lesson for me to um, keep moving for me. And you have more healing to do. Um, and this was just a test. Because honestly, he did not do. It was like I would ask myself, Oriana, why the fuck do you want this man in your life when he has a lot of chaos? He got for one, he got a lot of shit going on. He got kids. He got, you know, it's just so much shit. And it's so funny because I would look at him and he would talk about, oh, I got to dress good because, you know, if you look good, you know, you, you vibrate high or some shit like that. And then I'd be like, in my mind, but nigga, internally, you are fucking low vibrational. <laughs> like, I'm confused. Like, you put on this act like you happy and you dress because you dress nice that you, you vibrating high. Nigga, no. You eat fast food. I mean, I don't eat that shit, but let me not. Let me, you see, I'm trying to get in judging the man, but, um, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, I just feel like his, this experience with him was just a eye opener for me that I still had healing to do that I was running from. Um, so that's why I did sign into, um, I, I got into therapy and I've had two sessions. Um, like literally they just started like last week and I feel good about it because I'm, I'm not a person to, like, be scared to talk or open up. I want to heal. I want. I'm eager for healing. I'm eager for develop, personal development, for growth. Like, I, I don't mind changing. It's just the letting go part that is hard for me or is a challenge. I won't even say hard. It's just a challenge that I haven't overcame yet when it comes to letting go and allowing new things to come in because I want to bring everybody with me. I want to cling to experiences and people and shit and um so letting go has been a a, a a challenge for me that I haven't overcame yet but I'm slowly overcoming it and um you know I do think everything is just divine timing just with me going through this and um getting into therapy because without that experience I would not have signed you know I wouldn't have gotten into therapy and um yeah, I'm just now really trying to figure out what I'm go where I'm going in my life. 
like mostly the shit I've been dealing with is like career wise and um, relationship, relationship and career. Like everyone know I'm a nurse and I'm at a point where I'm about to put my two week notice in because I can't do it anymore. I cannot. I love my patient and it is so crazy. So I haven't seen him in like a couple weeks because I took time off to go do another job. And I just noticed the energy from this new job versus the energy at my other my my um my full time job is totally different. Like the energy is different. And so um so you know, I was loving my other job, you know, but it was a temporary job and I was loving it and then I dreaded going back. So I just started yesterday, Tuesday. Um I just started Tuesday my um, going back to my patient and that morning I was fucking crying like crazy I thought about him so like for those whole weeks it was like you know that out of sight out of mind thing it was like oh I don't think about him so you know but then I knew that Tuesday I had to see him and so I'm crying just thinking about him like oh my god I miss him like I haven't seen him then I start getting thoughts of but I gotta leave him and then I start crying even more because I felt like I'm abandoning him because the type of person I am and the love I've given him and the nurturing and the things, the bonds we, we created with one another, like, he, yeah, he only two, but we have a bond that like a mom bond. I'm going to be honest, like a mom, son, son bond. Like I do everything for this kid and I know what it's like to be able to feel abandoned. And now realizing that I was put into his life, because his parent doesn't, his mom doesn't have the time to, you know, I won't even say she doesn't have the time. She just works so much that she doesn't create the time or put time aside to be that bonding mom that me and him have. Like everything that his mom would should have been or should be doing, I do it with him. So um, I just felt like I was, I'm not going to abandon him. And then I feel like this is just how I feel like his mom has already abandoned him with for work. And now I'm going to abandon him for my own, you know, sake, because I'm unfulfilled. And it's like, damn, do I stay in this job? So I don't think this I'm abandoning this child or do I move forward with my life? You know, and it was just such like a tug of war. So I'm just fucking crying. And, um, so when I see my patient on Tuesday, I cry because I really missed him so much. And I just had all these thoughts of, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to abandon him. Like, I feel like I'm going to abandon him. And it's so crazy because he don't I can't even go nowhere without him following me. Like, you know, I can't do nothing without him because he he's used to me. And it was just like, what the fuck do I do? And now I'm at like between a rock and a hard place. And I'm like deep inside, I have to do what's best for me. If I know I'm unhappy and fulfilled at this job, how am I going to let go? Like, how am I going to? And then hearing that he walk around the house calling my name, like, where are you? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how? it just pulls on my heartstrings. Like, how do I, how do I leave that? You know, how do I walk away from that? Like, you would think that's my kid the way you know I feel and it's just like I think it just comes from a place of abandonment and so I know what that feels like and I don't want to put that on him because I already feel like he has gotten a a taste of that from his parents his mom 
And so I just really been trying to figure out what the fuck do I do. And then I came across um, a travel nurse and I've never thought about travel nursing. I'm like, the fuck? I ain't doing no travel nurse. And this is the one time I've been so open to it. Um, and I'm willing to do it. But then a part of me holds me back again. Like, well, like, and it's funny because I I watch myself. I pay attention to myself to where when it comes to putting applications in, I, I procrastinate. I have such a bad habit of procrastinating when it comes to putting applications in, when it comes to putting my two-week notice in. I've thought about it every day. That it's time to put my two-week notice in, and I won't. And I think my patient, like, holds me back from doing that. And then I'll be like, well, damn, how do I really know that my purpose is done here? But then I be drained as fuck when I leave that house. So I'm like, okay, well, that's a, that's that's it right there. That's all the clarity I need. Um, but yeah, so I I've just really been trying to figure out my whole career life, my whole my whole career, my whole purpose. Um, I know that my purpose is to speak, is to um, deal with me is, is on the terms of me speaking and and uplifting and guiding and advising and um, but at the same time, I'm like, what do I do with that? I've gotten so much clarity that, like, don't stop your podcast. Don't stop doing your podcast. And a part of me never wants to stop. But a part of me also is like, I don't have no good content. I don't I don't have no messages. But I go through a lot of shit to talk about. And it'd be like, don't nobody want to hear what I got to say. You know, and it's just be that ego that really be fucking you up. Or really how you believe in that, like you ain't shit or you, you know, or you, you ain't capable. And then you start doubting yourself. And that's where I'm at right now, trying to get out of that. So that's why I signed up for therapy to help me figure out how to get through my shit, how to get through all these emotions. And y'all, when I tell y'all I'm so emotional right now, it's so crazy. I've never been emotional like this ever in my life. But I love it, though. I love it. I'm here for it. Like, I don't mind crying anymore, you know? Like, the first day of therapy, my, my um, therapist asked me, what are you proud of, of yourself today? I couldn't even tell her because I'm such a hard ass on myself that the little things I have done or the accomplishments I've, I've done, um, they're not good enough for me. At least that's what I believe. Like, you know, at least what I, I have believed for so long, them not good enough. Like, until I'm, because in my heart, I know I could do so much more, but I've always settled to do the bare minimum. I've always settled to just do, to barely get by. And it's like, that's, I think that's one reason why I'm such a hard ass on myself. And her asking me that triggered something in me that, like, I wanted to cry because, a part of me know, like, I've been working my ass off when it comes to me on a spiritual level, just evolving spiritually. Um, but also, there's a part of me like, Organa, you ain't been working on your podcast. You ain't been, you procrastinated for so long, putting your hats out. You um, you ain't reading like you used to. You falling off on your routine, your routines and this and that. And then that, and then that affects me. That makes me feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough, you know? And you got to really... Be gentle with yourself, seriously. Like, take it from me. You have to be very gentle with yourself because if not, you're forever not gonna. You're forever gonna believe that you're incapable or not good enough. When you are, you really are. 
And even little small strides, they add up to big strides, to big accomplishments. And I'm learning that as I go on in this world. I'm learning that I have to be very compassionate with my own self before I'm compassionate with anyone else. Like, if I can't be gentle and kind to myself and praise my own self, how do I expect to praise anybody else or appreciate appreciate anybody else when I don't appreciate myself? So that's what I've been dealing with. And <laughs> um, my whole little situation led me here. And for a long time, I think that's another reason why I didn't put no content out because like, oh, I don't want to keep fucking talking about this nigga. I don't want to keep bringing this situation up. Like, I feel like I'm holding, like, it, you know, I'm not letting it go if I keep talking about it. And um, that's another thing. But I had to use it as a form of growth, a form of an experience of learning, learning about myself, you know, learning, um, taking what I learned from the experience and moving forward with my life. Like, now I could see if I was just talking shit all day about it and in a negative way. But honestly, I am so grateful for the experience because um, it's pushed me to new heights in my life. Although I still, days I have, um, you know, there are days when I'm like confused as fuck, don't know what I'm doing, who I am. But then there are also days when I'm so proud of myself. So, you know, you have your up and down days and I embrace them all because today was a down day. I'm not going to lie. Prior to this, I was fucking crying to my friend because I felt like I was depressed. Because I felt like I didn't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what direction I'm going in. I don't know. Sometimes I don't even know what I want. And that can be very struggling. That don't even sound right. But that can be very, like, a big challenge for people. And I know I'm not the only one that go through that shit. Like, people, and then you get on Instagram and you see all these people that look like they... They just got it going on. They didn't plan their life to the T. And then you get into a, a, a habit of comparing yourself to people based on what you see, just by what they show you. When the whole time, you don't know what they did to get to where they have to go. You don't know what they went through, what they had to give up, what they had to give into. Like, you don't know. So for you to try and compare yourself to anybody means nothing. Compare yourself to you because that's the only person you, you're going against is your own self. And until you can conquer your mind, you will not be able to conquer the world. So, I don't know how I got on the topic of this this man and how it led me to where I am today. But I'm grateful for it. And I'm proud of myself for actually putting the episode out. Um, although I don't even know what to call it yet. But, um, but yeah, um... I'm grateful for being here. I'm grateful for finally having the courage and um, to just talk, really. And it's funny because I was watching All American and she, and it was an episode about her starting a podcast. And when I heard that, I was like, damn, I get all these signs and I take everything as a sign. So I was like, damn, I'm getting all these signs. I was like, Oriana, it's time. It's time to put something out. It's time to put something out. Here I am. And it may be a little lengthy. I apologize. I don't apologize. It's, <laughs> I had to get this out. I had to talk about it. And I feel a little better talking about it. And whether y'all listen to the whole thing or just two minutes of it, I'm not tripping. I know you know what's meant, um, whoever's meant to hear this message. Um, it'll be inspiring, I hope. And, um, you know, and beneficial 
for whoever listens. And thank you. And until we meet again.